He's your American hero, the pod father, Hurricane Harvey champions, and this is the Creep Show, the only fantasy football podcast for creeps by creeps. What do you think? A special WWE. I'm so kicking off with the greatest of all time, the Hulkster, my favorite. I was a big Hulkamania maniac, but uh, it's a big week in the Creep Show. It's the last week of the regular season and here we are we're both out of it <laughs> again it seems like ever since we've done this we got two championships right. out of this creep show but every other year i feel it's like we're, we're out we we did the the father time we sold our, our soul to the devil with this show for championships a little over a thousand yards i think yeah a little more than 998 a little bit <laughs> We got the hardware at least, but yeah, I mean, I was officially, I mean, I was pretty much out of the limit. I was officially knocked out last week. Um, With the eighth loss, right? And there was a lot of teams. There was Frank loss, and I had Frank on the upset special, I think. Um, Tiki. Tomo with a huge loss starting Deshaun. I was telling Mike off the air, I was hanging out with Tomo last night in Bhutan, and he said to me, he goes, as I heard you say, I love this Deshaun. I should have fucking known. He's like, you're the biggest mush ever. But yeah, there was a lot of, a lot of, a lot of things could have. I mean, obviously you would want to win every week, but like last week for those uh, settlement teams, they win, right? Yeah. So you could clearly put your foot up and go, all right, I'm gonna either be the three, four, five, or six seed at this point. Now it's coming down to Tomo sending me screenshots of the Constitution. But he's sending me a screenshot of the Constitution on a computer screen, so he's taking a picture. <laughs> That's how. Like, I don't even. I can't even. I can't even respond to that. Oh my god! I gotta show you this picture, but he's arguing with me. So like, you know, around Tomo and Frank are always in the playoffs. Seems to be. So I always get the same. Like I know when the questions coming, <laughs> and like, and I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with these two? So Frank sent me. You know, I ask you this all the time. I almost just fucking spit beer all over the CPU. You have to go like Are that. you kidding me? Creeps. It's I'll, just I'll send it in the group chat. It's just stri- stripes left and right. That's yeah, it. Oh it's like the God. Matrix. So Derek. <laughs> Derek, Derek, Derek. How do you work this DVD player? What the fuck? Um so that's so well, I, I gotta, I gotta stop for a second. So speaking, of, no, 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 you're, oh, okay. You know, Tom, techno, a technological story, real quick. He, <laughs> just, he just buys his house in Morristown, and he puts a TV up and he puts a soundbar up, and he's like, "You gotta come take a look at this soundbar. It's not working right." You know, Tom with technology, <laughs> right? I'm like, "Well, I was like, you know, try and troubleshoot him with on the phone." So I drive to Morristown, I go to his house. The thing is fucking upside down. <laughs> <laughs> Like the USBs were like this. 
So I, I just go like this. He's like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Technology and Tomo. Oh, my God. But anyway, Frank Frank sends me a question. Tomo is, is, is hounding me about the tiebreaker. So let's just get it out. I'm, I'm trying to get to my point. Let's get it out of the air. No, absolutely. The, the tiebreaker's always been head-to-head. First... And then if it can't be, if it's two, if it's more than two teams, like three, then it goes to points four because it's almost, it's virtually almost impossible. The reason you forget that it's first is because what you're saying, it's so impossible because we're so tight. I yeah. mean, if there was 32 of us like the NFL, there yes. wouldn't be so many ties, right. but there's 12. Yes. So ties. Exactly. <laughs> so he's sending me stuff, you know. Uh, about how like the wording's wrong and I'm like it's fuck we wrote this when we were 20 years old and then Frank sends me the same message so Frank goes I answer the question and immediately I type as fast as I can you hear that? I can't be good I, I start typing here comes the insult but like before I said that you see the three dots going because oh, he's ready to go you know like hey loser winner like after I answer this question here comes the you're a piece of shit so <laughs> So I beat him to it. I go, here comes the insult, dot, dot, dot. And then the three dots went away. Ah! <laughs> and he deleted it and he just wrote, thanks. I was like, see? Uh, Isn't this normal? He knew it. He knew it. He knew it. You got to come. Yeah, but you got to call him out. So it's technically still insulting. It's you. still insulting. He just didn't say it. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I mean, you're out. I'm out. BJ's out. Bedetto's out. Yes, and there are scenarios for the other teams that are on the fringe there. Yeah, there's so two more teams. Yeah, I just named four four teams, so there's there's another eight teams fighting for six months. Which we will get to in the State of the Creep League and the scenarios, but I wanted to say, as you're listening to this, we're just a sh- few short hours away from Creeper Christmas. I mean, we're recording Friday, but... This is going to be Saturday morning. The creeps are going to be here. Everyone's getting ready. They're getting all dolled up right now. They're yeah. prepping. You know? I like, there's there's a couple things that I, I, I liked with how this is transformed into. Like, I think at first it started like like a house party. That's what it was. We were, yeah. we were in Carney. We were in your house with Vinny. We were in Morristown. It started like it was like a goof. And like the presents were kind of goofy. You know, I mean, now. It's like people get dressed. We're, I was asking you about sneakers today. <laughs> like, you, like, people take time. I even asked Frank, what are you wearing tomorrow? He goes, not sure yet. Like, that means he has a few different oh, ideas. Oh, he's thinking about it. Yeah, ago. yeah, interesting. So everybody gets dressed. The presents have been, every year, they've just been getting better and better. I can't remember some of the older ones. I, I had a little... That's what I mean. Those, they suck back then. That's I got I mean. a little list right here. Do you want to... Yeah. Let's do all things Creeper Christmas since What's it's right list? around the corner. The list is the hosts and the parties okay. of Creeper Christmas through the years. I was able to go back till 2010. So 12 years ago. Do you have any other... Mike, I can't remember yesterday. So wait a second. So if that's 12 years, then almost everybody hosted once then, right? Not really. We're going to get down the list. Let's go through here. Listen, if anyone... as you're, Same four groups. As you're listening, if you remember anything, please feel free to oh, say God. in the chat after you listen. We want to know... What we missed, though, if somebody remembers a party in 08 or 09 or I'm whatever. Sure we had them in 08 and 09. Probably in Kansas' parents' basement. 2010 is as far back as I can remember. Yeah. And we have the Brighton Ave yes. Bash. And we did the research. And that is the year when the girl pickpocketed every one of the us. snowstorm. Yes, picked up all the weed, everything. Everything in the snow. Yeah. Remember they had the Giants ornaments? Yep, though? yeah. And she was stealing ornaments and all that stuff. And then, Tom, who was t- your roommate with the scar? Oh, that was um, Tom was saying his name right now. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Holy Scarface shit. from pr- Tomo Tom o- met him at Tom a prison, o- right? Tomo interviewed one guy on on uh, Craigslist. One guy when I moved out. Brian. Brian. Yeah. yeah. I forget his last name though. Maybe Murphy. Don't say last names. Anyway, he's gonna come for you. <laughs> Don't say last but I remember that he guy, was, Brian. He was real. It was his own accent. Yes, and he had a scar on his face, yeah. like a Joker smile, and yeah. he brought a, a skinny, tall black guy, yeah. and a black girl and another girl was there, and they were all hanging out, and I remember I had a big, like, half ounce, so we were smoking with everyone, everyone's having a good time. Remember that was the year, I believe, Barham... With the DVD. With the DVDs oh. for Nick. We'll get into that, but... First, this that girl. Had to be the first year, then, because like we did gifts. Yes, and we needed Barham to fill out the Creeper yes, Christmas roster. The and then, yeah, he brought. I remember Chaz got him a uh, a big cooking set because Barham claimed to be a chef, like a good one, like a seventy five dollars. Barham's like, thanks. I, I don't know what I'm gonna do with this man, and he threw it to the side. And then he and we're like, oh, that was fucked up. I mean, Chaz was like, man, what, what's his problem, <laughs> you know? And that. then. We get onto the gifts, and then he gives Z like something, something loser, and then the J- Steve Martin movie, The Jerk, and then they're open and they're used, right? And Nick's being nice, thanks, my mother Jerk. I think, I think, like thirty seconds later, we're all like, "What the With fuck, Barham?" And then that, and then that girl did the pickpocket, and the guy Brian bounced her off the wall and threw her down the fucking stairs. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. And then the skinny black guy came upstairs. And he goes, man, that's fucked up. And he's flipping off about. And Brian grabs him and power slammed him through the table and threw him down the stairs. And all the <laughs> shit was outside. It was like six feet of snow. Remember that? Yeah, and it all was, slept, was that Ryan's radiator. And, I, I, and in the middle of the night, I grabbed the radiator and, <laughs> and it singed my hand, you know? And there was another time there where we partied and a couple people were leaving. I don't know who it was. I wanted to yell something and make fun of them. And I threw open your window. And I put my hands down to yell out, and the window came down 100 miles an hour right on my fingers. Oh, right. <laughs> ah, smashed my fingers. Oh, the memories in that house. But was that the year that Cans invaded the neighbors? Nope. Okay, so that brings us to 2011. We're back at Brighton Ave for the second Creeper Christmas party. This is the year when Cans got the neighbors. I think you left that year because I, I feel like I broke into your apartment. For some reason, one year, and I think it was that year. I don't really the remember. Cans kicking the door. Yeah, cans kicked in the. What Why would the, you have to break in? Your apartment was locked. Oh, and I had to get right. upstairs. I think I Jimmy the lie. It was fairly easy. I, I didn't do any that's damage. That's how I lived up when I lived upstairs. Yeah. yeah, that's the year. And then I left a mess in your bed. <laughs> a big fat girl mess in your bed. Where was I? I don't know, Meg had you somewhere else. Just like this year, how she's going to miss this year. Because oh, I wasn't at that party? You weren't at that one. Or you might have left early, you were there early, but maybe I'm confused with parties. I, I could. I was there the money kicked in the door. Yeah, you probably were. I think I'm crossing, like, drunk nights. There was one time where <laughs> I had a drive from Hazlitt to the, to a party. Yeah. In a snowstorm, Meg couldn't come because it's similar like tomorrow. Okay. Uh, but that was the year we were in Morristown. Okay. I All showed right. up like halfway through. Okay, we'll get to that. The next year is 2012, the Tomo, Jersey, I, City. I wasn't there for that one. You weren't really. Nope. That was really eventful. That's that a clip that is always goes around where Derek's like, yep. hey, what's up? Yes. You know, that was from that party. He, was in it. he had so many weird roommates. And it was really creepy there for that, all of us. That, yeah, that was... That was Krista's first year that oh I ever God. brought her to a That's thing. That's the year he got punched in the face from Boogie. That's when Boogie left the party, came up the stairs, in the middle of the party, opened the door, and said, said something to him, went, 
Boom! You know, smack! You know punch the back of this? No. I, it's like two seconds. Of all people, right? I guess Boogie, like, showed her... Like, someone said something about, like, her outfit. Like, I guess she... Was that the slide. busty time or no? No, no. Like, they were just being cute with her. It was, like, her friend. And she, like, lifted up her skirt and showed, like, the th- whatever, the thong. Yeah. So, Ressa... Of all people, saw this goes up to Tommy. He's like, "How do you let your girlfriend act like this?" <laughs> <laughs> and he loads the gun. Tomo goes up to Boogie, starts fighting with her, and that's why she punched him in the face. Wow! And it was all because of Ressa. Wow! It's like, how do you let your girl act like this? Totally. All right. So 2012, Ressa ruined his whole marriage. Yeah, but I wasn't there for that one. But that's why I think when he started becoming Tomo Claus. Well, you were definitely there for 2013 at the Carl Dickey Henson Morristown Snowstorm Apartment. That began a long line of Vinny skipping Christmas yes. parties because yeah. he it, it was snowing that day. Have you ever heard a worse excuse? Than, it's snowing. It's snowing. Do you know what Kansas bachelor party? He said that he'll come as long as it doesn't snow. Could you imagine having a company for twenty a company in yeah. quotes for twenty years <laughs> yeah. and not having the ability to take off two fucking days right. in a snowstorm and have somebody somewhere somehow that you could count on to I, do it? I mean, in all honesty. Like, <laughs> there's more creeper shirts out there than inside out shirts. Is that what you're gonna say? Like, not even that. Like, typically when you're like, the, typically companies don't last one year. But like, if you're in business for 20 years, like, you typically have like a sales for like a like a team now. <laughs> He's got to don't write anything down because they could track it. Team. It's still just Vinny after all these years. All the people that like him work with him. Yeah. Exactly. And, was, uh, and anything else happened there? You took body shots off of a man. You were dancing. You broke a bar. Sh- I was doing body shots. Carl. That was the year Carl. Got a gift from Jimmy. He told me something. <laughs> it was Did so he? bad. Did it was like a, a bargain bin thing from Spencer's. <laughs> it was real bad. Like He hosts the party and Jimmy brings like a fart machine, a fart squirter or something. I don't know. Jimmy came to... Oh, yeah. You know what? Yeah. I... That year, guess who I slept next to that year? Who? Kate. Really? Yeah, she, we were on that futon, right? Nice. Front, Where was Big Eggs? Right next to me. Oh, yeah, next to yeah. you yeah. on the other side? It was, Kate was in the middle. She slept, she had her head on my shoulder. <laughs> Warm, comfy, right? Yeah. Nice. Very yeah, busty. busty. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was also the year Carl told me something very disturbing. I'm not going to repeat it. Oh, no, you're it, not. It will come up at a later date and time, but he told me something very disturbing about himself. <laughs> and then and then, as we're in the bathroom and he's so coked up, he takes his fist as hard as he can and he starts punching the shower tile. And, like, the wall is, like, vibrating like this. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, was that when the frat boy moniker was made? Yeah. Because he had a lot of weird names. Sanjuski and all that creepy shit. Do, yeah, remember Sanjuski? <laughs> Do you know where frat boy came from? I'll tell you. That what. house, though. No, it was, I think it was before. So, it was, we were at my bachelor party. <laughs> oh, God. At, we were out somewhere. I don't know if it was a bachelor party. It's hard. Right? They're all blended yeah. together. And Carl's bouncing around where we are. And Tom was like, look at Carl. He's such a fucking frat boy. <laughs> And I think that's and that's it. It's stuck. So I mean, we're off to a hit. First four Christmas parties, big hit. Let's and then we. That's what I'm saying. They were like they were like house parties. Those were epic. Now we followed up with 2014 Ivana's house with Frankenstein. So that was so a lot of people. I don't have many memories of that one. No, a lot of people say that that was the worst creeper Christmas. Wow. And in all honesty, it was a very nice time. Frank was so nervous. Yeah. Because he was hosting. But but you have to think, like, like what's your favorite band? 
The Peppers. What's their What's your favorite album? Uh, Californication. And what's your least favorite? Uh, one of their early things. The the their first one. So let's say like you're you're listening to Californication like forever, and then all of a sudden they come out with the next one. That's my point. Like, yeah, I got you. I got you. Good. T- I mean, it was it was a frat party, and then it was a more a lot more wives. Yes, and it was like you know, and, and the setup has a lot to do with it, like the home setup. That's why I think first by level house, and and that's why I never wanted to host. And I think Carl's a by level too. It's it's hard. It's a hard house. Yeah, to, yeah. Um, Bad flow. Exactly. Yeah. Like, rest of house would be perfect. It's a center hall. Yeah. The apartments were tiny. Yeah. You couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. And then we had Frank and Badetto's, which were by levels. That's back a, to back. I want to get to 2.15. We'll yeah. just move ahead. Badetto's house, yes. Back to back by levels. And, and Badetto's, I don't remember. I mean, it was, was good. Very, a great time. I don't, yes. not saying in a bad way. Yes. It was just us getting together. You yes. know what I mean? There's a couple parties there that everyone, like, all, like, says it's bad because it wasn't crazy. But you can't compare it to when we were what kids. Was the first story. Yeah, exactly. Body slamming. Like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. We were kids. So then we jump ahead to a good guy's house, Tiki Tamo's Motown house. Remember that one? And that I was think, an obscure one. And and that house, think about the layout and put it into any apartment that we used to party in. It had the same thing. It was tight quarters. But it was a good vibe, right? It was right? great vibe. That's Sneak a, away upstairs, too, that's, that's the house. Like, yeah, like even sometimes like a huge house is too much. Who was his girl in 2016? Was Sabrina there yet? Uh, in that house in Morristown? No. Yeah. She came. She wasn't there at that? No. She came like halfway through. He was still dating Boogie when he had that house. I no. Because so. he got punched by Boogie in 12. So we're in 2016. There's no way. There's no Boogie. Maybe it was. Four years later, Boogie didn't last four years. I know Sabrina lived there for like a year or two, but... Well, we'll have to get clarification. Creeps are going to chime in on that. So, we have Tomo's Motown. I remember my memory of that house is, I remember it was gift time. Another great King Huss gift story. And I was throwing a bag at me. Like a cloth bag. It was like a burlap little sack thrown at me. I guess who this was? Who? Was it Z? No. FC Dickey. I guess it was a, a year I was particularly hard on FC Dickey. I'm not sure. I can't remember that far because it didn't mean that much he to me. Threw you a threw me a bag and it had two Bowie shirts in it. Interestingly enough, enough, I wear that Bowie shirt still to this day. I wore it to practice one day. One of the kids was like, "That's a yeah, cool shirt," yeah. but still, it was just like here. I remember it being real calm. I'm like, "Oh, thanks." I remember having to explain to Krista they're all just jerk offs, you know, after that. <laughs> the best is like trying to like have like girls understand like why are yeah. you guys so mean to And me? I think that was one time when Tom will put and here's a percocet for Mike in front of the voice. Everyone's like, eh. So you know, now everyone's wife thinks I'm a drug addict, even though I get them from your your husbands. Everybody. Yeah, all your husbands. <laughs> right. But anyway, that was two thousand sixteen. Then we jump ahead to twenty seventeen Did Tom will do back to back? No, twenty seventeen was Z's mansion. Where you ordered porn on the uh, on the no, TV because <laughs> he did have a matching bun. Got to get him back. Yeah, that was a good, yeah. That was a good. That was the year Vinny spilt the. So if you remember, we were in the dining room and it had like this beautiful like round like Persian rug like underneath the he dining. Spilled some on it, and you know Vinny's bouncing around and like Z has like. For some reason, like the mustard was like in a bowl, <laughs> and the ketchup was. And here comes Vinny, fucking bopping around, knocks, and it's like the, um, like that German mustard with like the brown, like you know, it's got like those little things in it. So 
He hits it. You don't remember this? Yes, I think. The mustard goes all over this rug. I mean, like, covers basically one section of it. And Nick's like, what the fuck? And he's like, well, who serves pigs in a blanket out of fucking Christmas pie? <laughs> and that was, that was the start of the night. But that was also... I remember that because Tomo came up with the 12 Days of Christmas. I was going to say, that, that was, was epic, epic. Was so we we have that on tape? Can we get that? H just sent it a while ago. The whole talk, thing, though? No, because it was like nine minutes long. And that's like and phones were a little shaky yeah, then, I guess. Yeah. So that was good. That was 2017. Then we jumped ahead to our next bi-level to Donut's house in 2018. That was an emergency party. I think it was okay, but I don't think I didn't I think really Russ bailed on that. He was the crew no, champ. Here. No, I mean bailed on hosting. Yeah, somebody bailed, and it was ugly for a while with all of us. I remember just being down each other's throat, and then yeah. I was like, I can't let this fail. And I always said, it was okay. It was and we were, doing, we were doing the creep show at that point, so... Yes. Yeah. So you want to then we jumped ahead. We went to Tobin's house. Great year. King Husk won the championship. I'll never forget. It was the sat, first Saturday night game in NFL history. Todd Gurley scoring a few touchdowns in Frank's face. See, wasn't, is it, it was like, great. That's it was why great. I think we picked the year next year. I think we should go a little bit further. So it's like closer to that. Like yeah, only this, two guys left. And only they had the Saturday game. Yeah. By yeah. Them. That would be nice. Yeah, we should do that. I remember I remember a couple of years where like I was playing somebody in the playoffs. Right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, those two houses worked well. I mean, I know they're huge, but like BJ had a good setup, and like Z. off the kitchen, and then Z had a good setup yeah. in that little back room. That house, but now he lives in another house that's down the street with uh, <laughs> more taxes and a higher APR <laughs> and an older furnace. Did you hear about the furnace thing? I don't. We'll say that for the matchups. We got a lot of WWE action. We're gonna have some old classic interviews. We're gonna have a lot of wrestling songs. You know, oh, today. we have. Uh, Santa Claus is coming. Yes, it's, it's going to be a jam-packed episode, jam-packed right, Frank? Episode. Well, let's continue on. We have Tobin, and then we followed it up in 2020 with The Creeps Against Christmas. Mm. Canceling, and Frank technically was the host of Creeper Christmas. So it'll always be known for The Creeps Against Christmas. Yep. They ruined a King Huss great, great say, gift that he was, was going to give. There's not many years that I recall gifts, but... Mike had a beautiful presentation. I actually have... I stole the jersey, which I, I refuse to wear. I'm going to wear some... Got to keep it mint. Um, and there was AirPods. Get, that was the year with the Tomo's... The beanie, yeah. But there was like... I was like, man. like I don't know if everyone got gifts like that because they were like, fuck, these other guys yeah. are not coming. But um, it was funny, too, because where we start off that night... The pub, the infamous pub the 199. Pub 199. <laughs> Anytime we go to pub nine, look out. Yeah, um, and it was funny because I remember Mike, like, like we were texting, he's like, we're not, we, you, we can't. And it was like during COVID still too, like when everyone was scared of it. Yeah, and yeah. Mike's like, you can't. We, we're not really going there. <laughs> I, nobody wanted to go to Frank's because he had COVID for six months. <laughs> six months, Frank, you yeah. sick animal. Um, that but was, we did yeah, it. That was a good time. Man, we're, we're back from that, and we went to Dickie's house, which was a great time. My favorite moment was when Dickie yelled at Frank. Oh. What a rightest place. We're feeding the dog drugs. What kind of asshole feeds the dog drugs? So can you do this next year? Can you? Can we do a top ten moments at Creeper Christmas? Oh, get, get, 
Oh, that's a good one. That is, right now, that that's is a good unanimous one. number one. <laughs> that's a good unanimous. one. I would, that's a great one. I wish you would have some more info when we write the show. <laughs> that would be perfect. That was good. It's only when I get garlic weed. Yeah. That I, uh, get well, then that leads us to this year. Rest money. Yeah. It should be good. We so, can't review it. It so, hasn't happened. Yeah, so Ressa has been texting me and probably to everybody else because it's Ressa, but he's really excited about hosting. Yeah. But but I got on him because he's like he's like, I know you I know you like the holidays the way you decorate. He's like, My house looks it looks good. And I was like, and I know what that means in Ressa's world. Like this is like lazy wrestler where he does the inside. Expensive right? inside. So yeah. I was like, if I pull up to your house and you have five of those fucking star spotlights I'm cutting the fucking cable. Oh, uh, he's see, probably has. I want to see a winter <laughs> wonderland. And he's like, not going to lie, the outside doesn't look so good. <laughs> I just did the inside. I love it. That's I was like, great. well, you have 48 hours. Figure it out. So no, we're going to see. We're going to see how tomorrow looks. It's going to be great. You want to take a little break? and yeah. then How I'm, nervous is he going to be on a scale of 1 to 10? Oh, sweat pouring through. He's got three of the same shirt lined up in the closet that he's just going to go change into and keep coming out. <laughs> if he's smart, he would do that. You know? I've never met somebody, in all honesty... Who has it so together in one part of life, right? And is just completely unhinged in the rest. The only other person I could ever think of is 18-year-old Aches. Because he used to hold it down in one and was that, but now it's... And then he, and then, but now look at him. Now it's all consuming, you so know? So you're saying that's that that's Russ's future? Yeah. <laughs> if he keeps on... Well, he's stronger, so he's holding on, you know what I mean? If Russ starts sending us videos of him driving on Route 80 singing, I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> Let's hear from some great WWE superstars. Are you ready for a little break? Ready. We're going to come back with the State of the Creeper League and everyone's favorite. Playoff scenarios. Oh, that's a lot. Right. Not that many shit. <laughs> we'll be back after this. The fourth prestigious King of the Ring, Stone Cold Steve Austin, an incredible victory. The first thing I want to be done is to get that piece of crap out of my ring. Don't just get him out of the ring, get him out of the WWF. Because I proved, son, without a shadow of a doubt, you ain't got what it takes anymore. You sit there and you thump your Bible and you say your prayers and it didn't get you anywhere. Talk about your Psalms, talk about John 3.16. Austin 3.16 says I just whipped your ass. That's one of the great Stone Cold, right? I'll tell you what, man. He's when the that, man. When that glass shattered, yeah. For like, like the same way, like when I would wreck my engine, and I felt like Dom Toretto. The same way with that glass broke, I thought I was Stone Cold. We would go to those events, and you, even on TV, watching, you don't. Nobody reacts like that anymore. That was like Beatles level shit. I remember, like I, I, I just remember ne- like up until like ten years ago, never having like that. And I was such a big fan of WWE during that time, and I just wanted to go to an event, but I could never afford it. So, like, I found an event, 
I was like, oh, this is cheap. But like me not knowing about it, it was like one of those like untelevised. <laughs> yeah, house show. Yeah. It's a house show. So I show up, I'm like, where the fuck is everything? Because it's like, it's just the arena. Like there's no... There was no, uh, what they call that when you walk out? No stage, no Nothing. big no big entrance. Right? right, and I was like, nobody came out. I was like, what the fuck? Only you go to our show. You don't call me to bring out a fucking job. We probably weren't speaking at that point. Yeah, you're probably a dick doing something shady. But anyway. I was throwing basketballs now. What's his name? No, it's Sullivan, that pussy. I would have helped you beat him up if it was now. But uh, I wanted to talk about, before we get into the state of the Creeper League, I wanted to talk about the BJ brothers are making history. LT is winning, has won his first ever division championship. But Big Brother is on the other side of history, becoming the only ever in history, first ever creep to finish last in back-to-back seasons. So let me say this now. Amazing. I know Carl and Mike reached out to me about... How they thought their punishment last year was unfair, even though I thought the punishment fit the crime, and that they would like for the the new rule change for last place to be moved up a year because they felt they felt they were cheated. Amazing. And I agree. <laughs> I don't. If, if there's any questions about the rule, don't call me. Call your new commissioner because because I've already give you pass on this. So this is going to be interesting. The first year we go out, I want to see. Uh, the reaction. I mean, like, you know, I mean, I know we put a monetary cap on this, but like, <laughs> what's gonna happen? I, I don't know. Like, I could, I almost wished it was Carl. Yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to see him just like, he would have just walked out of the bar and be like, no. <laughs> so, this is gonna be fun because you know we're gonna have fun with that tab, and I know we, I think we capped it at five. Yeah, whatever, we'll see. We're still gonna have fun with it. Well, that's gonna be good. Well, let's roll that right in to the state of the Creeper League. Our DX Division champ, LT. Our is he the champ? I believe so. I think he has them smoked on points. What about head dad? Um, oh, that's sorry. We'll I didn't look at that. Well, well, at least we know we have the NWO. Oh, open it, popcorn. NWO Wolfpack champion, Frankenstein, winning his third division title. His first Wolfpack title, though. Wow. He had two DXs under his belt. So, LT's a game up, and there's four, seven, and six teams underneath him. Yeah, but what is the points? Because that's what I mean. There's going to be more than two teams. You know it. LT has them all dead to rights, but if only one wins... So, LT... I think is I don't know if they're I have to get their schedule. I don't know if they're playing rest. So No, they're, they're not. He's not. No. He's LT playing. Um let me look real quick in the notes. LT's like, come on, I know I'm playing. <laughs> he told me today at basketball too, I'm just real big right now. Pubes. Okay, so Pubes is seven sixteen. And I think is Ressa playing Dickie? No, Ressa has FPC. Okay. And those are two seven sixteens. Yeah. So if that's oh, what I mean. So if, if LT loses, though, that means three guys. So, yeah, it goes for points. But we'll get to the scenarios in a minute. But if LT loses, let's say, rest win and the rest lose, then then we got to look ahead to that. So, if he wins, he's he won the division. Win and in scenario for LT, yeah. you say. And who is he playing? Nick's team's all, I don't know how. Nick's team is in trouble, oh, too. He's he got all his guys on buys. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. Nick's, I think Nick's going to be with us in the uh, loser's bracket. Again. 
Yeah. Where he belongs. Cans is in. Again. Mm-hmm. Cans somehow is the Gino most... Geno Smith. DK Metcalf. I thought Dak and CD Lamb would it, you know, would it be a good combo. I was wrong. Yeah. It was DK and fucking yeah. Geno. I drafted yeah. DK yeah. too, but, yeah. you know. DeAndre Hopkins. Joe Mixon. Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> what is this, the fucking 2014 team? What a team, Kansas. <laughs> uh, you, you know why Kansas is so good? Why? I'll tell you why he's winning games. Tucker and 49ers Day. Oh, Jesus. That's uh, your you, favorite. You, it, I guarantee you it's 35 points a week. I guarantee you from those two positions. 49ers D had a, a few big weeks in yes. a row. And the kicker is huge. I always say this. You'll never win your league because you're stud tight end. You will win your league because you're a kicker. And you're Apparently. Fast. And this, and you win the Creeper League. Yes. <laughs> so who else do we got? We have Tiki Tamo. So those are the... So let's say Fatty and LT win. Go to the playoff either, scenario uh, button. Yeah. Either way. Either way, Frank is going to be... Now, this is where it gets a little juicier. Frank, if he loses, is still the division champ. And if LT wins, LT is now the number one seed. Really? Because LT beat Frank head-to-head. Oh, that's interesting. There you go. So now if LT is the number one seed and Frank gets the harder road to the sec- to the, to the, uh, to the finals. Well, just, just let that sink in, though, that Frankenstein yep. is one win away from being in the finals for the sixth. Year. Consecutive year, seventh year out of the existence of the Creeper League. Yeah. 20, uh, or what was it, 15, 16 years of the Creeper League, seven of them he was in the finals. And you don't have any championship. Yeah, that makes you the biggest loser of all time. It It's, it really. A great competitor, but the biggest loser of all time. Not in like the most hurtful, mean way, but technically, yes. you are the biggest loser of yeah. all time. Yeah. Because. The guy that finishes second is the same as the guy that finishes 12th. And in I, all reality. And I honestly believe, right, like how many times, like I know we have fun with me about it, but like how many times do you sit and watch a game and the announcer goes, oh, this is a chip shot, this guy is 47th, and he misses right then and there. Yeah. Like, Frank doesn't have the, like, Frank doesn't have the ability to just sit there and go, I'm not going to say anything. That, that's so funny. When will Frank learn? I got right here. It always gets to a point and he does something or says something that, you know, turns it bad. Like this mini write-up out of nowhere. We're begging for, we're asking for a write-up on a week that we're taking off. And he says, fuck you. I'm going to wait two weeks till you do a show and then I'm going to put out a paragraph and a half. So... No so, buzz at all for that either, by the way. So, Nobody commented, Frank. So, I just asked why I didn't proofread. It was seven declamatory sentences. <laughs> so I asked I asked Frank, um, or Frank asked me, he goes, hey, fuck your show. Nobody listens. Can we, you and I do a joint write-up? And I go, no. He goes, why? I go, I just don't, I don't have it in me anymore. He's like, like 2000, he's trying to build me up. He meant this week? Yeah, he didn't want to do. He, he wanted us to do me and him to do a write up scenario. I'm like, no. Why we said we we're having an off week? Why? Be, why this week I though? I don't know. Because I think like he doesn't like the way like we have fun with the scenarios. He just wants to know what is the like the easiest way. Did you see? It was like when you're in, when you're in, when you're in. Like it's easy like this. <laughs> yeah. So um, I told him no, and he sent me what he had. This was five days ago. Sent me what he had. 
what he sent out yesterday was exactly the same. It didn't, didn't do anything. <laughs> he just wrote for the episode at the end. Like he wanted to do he goes matchups to come after and he's like, That's where you come in? Me? And I didn't do it. So he just <laughs> sent it out that says Oh sweet Frank, but you know you're got you got a first round bye, you fucking piece of shit. You know what I mean? So he's who, in it every year. Who else is in? Rest and Carl. What's their uh, scenario here? So, They're playing each other. So no, is the so rest? Yeah, rest is and the Carl winner of that in? Yes, winners and the losers out. Losers out. Wow, what a game! Well, loser is most likely out. What has to happen here, right? So. If if I'm Resser or Peckerwoods, so they're seven and six, pubes and LT, seven, six, eight and five, Claw and Tiki, eight and five, seven and six, FC Dicky, BJ, seven and six, BJ's out. So those are like the games you're watching. So, you know, with the seven and six teams, someone's gonna win. So if I'm Rest and I'm winning and I'm Peckerwoods, now I need I know. Now I need a Z loss. Now I need, I want Tomo to lose. And I also want Dickie to lose. Because I don't want any other teams getting to eight. Because once they do get to eight, now I'm out. At least if I'm seven and seven and there's four other seven and seven teams, then I'm, I have a You shot. have possible tiebreaker scenarios. Exactly. So all of the seven and six teams, FC Dickie, Tiki Tomo, Pubes, LT, Rest, Peckers, right? Obviously, it's a win in your in scenario. But if you lose, you want all of those other teams to lose. So let's say Ressa wins. He's in at 8-5. and five. Pecker Woods goes to 7-7. Seven and seven. Pubes goes to 7-7 seven and seven with a loss. Ressa's in at 9 wins. Or LT's in at 9 wins. Oh, yeah. And then Tiki and Claw, let's say Tiki loses. He's 7-7. Seven and seven. Dickie, let's say he loses. He's 7-7. Seven and seven. So those are the scenarios that you go through. Now, let's say Dickie wins. Let's say Tiki wins. Eight and six, eight and six. Claw lost. Eight and six. Pubes one. Eight and six. LT eight and six because he lost. Ressa Peckerwoods. Let's say one of them win. Eight and six. Uh, eight and six. Seven and seven. Seven and seven is not going to be good enough in those scenarios. And if it all plays out to where, let's say, one of the seven win team wins. And those all those other guys go to seven and seven. You now have to be up on points. Mm. Hi. So let's look at that. Let's look at all these guys who have uh, those you know on the bubble. Tiki Tamo eighteen twenty three. Ress eighteen sixty four. Dicky eighteen seventeen. Pubes of Plenty seventeen twenty one. Wow. And Peckerwoods eighteen twenty eight. So a theoretically. A, a 1,721.Z, which you've outscored, I've outscored, everybody's outscored, can make the playoffs with a win with that with that amount of points. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Knocking out some of the other teams who, are, who have seven wins. So it's not... Frank's scenario is right. You win, you're in. Obviously, you win, you're in. But there's so many different scenarios that if just one of those teams knocks off an eight-win team... Claw and Tiki are the one I'm watching the most. Yeah, yeah. That That's a big a, matchup. Big matchup, and they both now go to eight wins, right? So if then, Tiki wins, say. Right. <laughs> yes. So let's say Dicky wins, right? Let's say Pubes wins. Like, all those teams, including LT, all go to eight and six. And it's going to come down to points. So I think 
I don't want to say no matter what, but from Nick's seat, Nick needs to win, and he needs a lot of guys to lose. Yeah, a lot of help. Right. So Nick is, you know, Pecker Woods or, or rest doesn't matter to play each other. But now you want Tomo to lose. You want Dicky to lose. Mm. Now you're in. Yeah. Now you're in. But Dicky's got a, a so, struggling ball, Jesus. So let's you look at that line. I mean, we'll get to it in the matchups. Yeah. Yeah. We got a very special matchups for the Creeper League. It's going to be a wrestling style matchup. Everyone's getting their own entrance, entrance song. There's going to be picked by the king. We got a special announcer to call them out, and then the two, uh, the the play by play and the color guy are going to bring them down to the ring right before their matchup. It's going to be great. We it's going to be a great time to the studio today. Oh, it's going to be amazing! Tonight. Amazing. <laughs> so there's a lot of different scenarios. Uh, too many to talk through. I could run through this a thousand times over. I looked at it a lot. Yeah. I can tell you which team. It, it's it's going to bore me to death, and and for quite frankly, I'm too stoned to do it. But um, that's the big matchup. Claw and Tiki. It, I, I I would I if I know you like I think I know you have probably have that in the main event. <laughs> or or another big spot. You know who knows who knows what's uh, going on. Um, oh, a big spot. Wow. Yeah, another big spot okay. for them possibly. Um, but yeah, I mean that's you know, and and then you know, it's 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 fucking close. I mean, it's I pretty think, good. There's good matchups of yeah. top teams that are going together. It always works out this way. Yeah, Every year it right. always works out to be you know implication games. Rest and Pecker was Claw and Tiki. Like yeah. those are big pubes and LT. That game's not as big for LT as it's for pubes, but that's a big game. Well, LT still wants to win. Would love you. Always want to put your foot down on yes. a team. God forbid you. Lost to him, and then somehow his team got hot and yes, beat you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's why I took care of business last week with Tiki Tomo, trying to keep him down. I love it. Broke the streak. I, you know, I had a fucking nine-game losing streak against Tomo. Really? I won it that's last right. week. You know, well, you know what was big. funny too is like I was thinking the same thing. I was like, you know, I, I, I theoretically I could have been going into six, win seven. I still on points. I wouldn't have made it. But I was like, I'm gonna knock off cans. Like I had like 160 points. And Cairns had Gino and Metcalf going on. And the 49ers day, I'm like, I'm good. You got 90 points off those three guys. Unbelievable. <laughs> so it's like... <laughs> so is that it for us in the scenarios? I mean, I know one scenario where me and you are both out, so we can just enjoy ourselves. But what we're not out of is the call. Oh. Why don't we take another break here from another wrestling legend, get yeah. a little... Uh, Big little, stuff happened last week in the call. A little inspiration, and we'll be back on the Creep Show with the call. If you smell what the rock is cooking. The rock says, the rock, the rock, the rock says. Understand this for a second. Last week on Raw, he beat your ass in a cage match. And now this week, you're the number one contender for the WWF title? Well, The Rock realizes why that is. Because you got a three-foot nose, you turn it sideways, and stick it straight up Vince's ass! (laughs) 
Triple H, The Rock says, and this pay-per-view fully loaded, number one contender or no number one contender, The Rock is going to do to you exactly what he does best, and that's lay the smack down on your candy ass! understands what took place. The night you won King of the Ring, you got down on your knees, put your little hands together, and you said a prayer, and it sounded like this. Oh dear God. You see, my name's Billy, and I just won King of the Ring, but there's one problem. Everybody still thinks that I absolutely suck. a word from the great one. We're back on the creep show. Are you ready for the call? Like you said, four ginzos and a and a joke. So Mike comes over with his Germany sub ops they went when he so graciously gave the kids those those hoodies on power line. Nice creeper merch, right? Not only that, we went to basketball and kids went, where'd you get that from? And then even even LT was asking um, so, um, so Mike's got his Germany jersey on, his Germany and I'm looking at the logo, and it's, it's like that eagle, which, you know what that's called? No, I gotta look you it know, up. You like, when you saw, like, the Nazi flags, and it had, like, the swastika, and, like, that eagle? Yeah, that's that what's on the still a thing, I guess, I guess the swastika was a no-no, but that eagle. They chopped the swastika out. Yeah. So I gotta say I like the Nazis' uh, chances with Patrick Mahomes. They just keep stacking up receivers. Got a little that? Stephon Diggs. Who was your first claim this week? I went Saquon. Did you? You yes. want you? So you got your first guy too? Yeah. And mine was Diggs also. Yeah. So I well no. Well I put Diggs, Kelsey, Saquon. That's what I, I mean. Yeah. So you got Saquon. I did the same thing. Yeah. Diggs, Kelsey, Sa- and I got Diggs. Yeah. So I guess I was first. You were first. And, and he got Kelsey. Was second. So maybe he was second. He was, and then. Um, and, and as I'm picking up Saquon, I was like, I'm so not a Saquon person. Look what you did to him. You rotten piece of shit. I really am. I was like, I don't really want him. But, um, uh, yeah, uh, Mike is like, uh, what, what was that guy, the Iceman? What was his name? He's, he's killing all the Italians. Yeah, I'm going to take you all out. So he knocked out. So Sammy went off. So I, fin- I, I finished bottom two. This is going to be the third week in a row. Really? Bottom really? And everything. I'm not the only person who noticed that. Frank noticed it. Sam noticed it. So I've been the bottom two. I've I finished. My team is is, is sputtering. But um, hanging on though. You you you've been scoring a lot. Yeah. Uh, Mike uh, Frank's been scoring a lot, and Sammy's been scoring a lot. And then Geo, Geo and I got into this a few weeks ago about the tight end. That I said to the same thing I said to you guys. You never win 
your league because your stud tight end. Because yeah, I think he made a trade for Kelsey or he paid a shill. Yeah, or he league. won him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and every week he was like, Cuz wins with a tight end, Cuz wins with a tight end. And what happened last week? Tight end shit the bed. Bounce, so out. Cousin Geo, out. So if you looked at it last week, the bottom three guys were Geo, followed by me, then ZZ. He beat me by a .25 points. So if, if Geo would outscore me, I would have been out last wow, week. Wow, wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's now a five-team league. Okay, uh, Z's team is hurting this week also. Right you are right on my mind. So, <laughs> so that's why I said it's a five-team league. Five-team. And this is who Z's starting. Ready? I hope this doesn't come back to bite me. <laughs> Joe Burrow, Jeff Wilson, Kenneth Walker, who's out, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, very nice. Ready for this? Gabe Davis, Dalton Schultz, and I like the Garrett Wilson. Starting. Yeah, but still. That is a five-team five league. league. So basically his running backs are Jeff Wilson and Ken Walker, and one of them's not playing this He doesn't game. have another guy right now, right? He has Latavius Murray. Oh. Yeah. So um, So you know what happens? He tried to cheat, and he got caught. And, and so his team right now would have been Chase Jefferson, Cooper Cup. And then Cup got hurt. And then Cup got hurt. Nice. Uh, the yeah, gods took that. care of him. The gods do not like the I got I got Dalvin Cook, uh, Joe Mixon, uh, Miles Sanders, yeah. and John Connor. Yeah. Or James Connor, whatever, you know? I know. What happened? It's Friday night. Kids are still awake. Mike's giving me a look. It's 11 o'clock. <laughs> Is it? Anthony's not awake. He's at. He's he pending. Really? Better shut them down. Listen, that's for tomorrow's party. Don't fucking touch it. Oh, <laughs> I was already, I was already looking at the non no. We have a, a guest on the crib show. She was. That's what you call it a guest. Too. I call it an intrusion. <laughs> what were you saying? Um, yeah, I mean, everybody's <laughs> team. The fucking best. <laughs> Something along those lines. Everybody's team is. Stacked. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, cool having a five man league. It really is cool, but but I I I, I haven't made it. To, I think last year I got knocked out two weeks ago, so yeah. I never been to this phase. But like, I could just imagine when it's gonna be like if if you're at three, like you're gonna you're gonna start the wrong guy. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna start the wrong guy, and you're gonna think it's the right guy. You're gonna you gotta like at that point. I know you don't like the rankings, but how do you else do you decide when you have? You clearly have to pay. Like, say, okay, yeah. I'll give these guys some credit for doing their job. And you got to look at the rankings. Cole's heating up. I mean, the Cole might get some notoriety if it gets a real champion like the King or uh, or oh, the Donut, the Podfather, you know? I, Sam Bo, that would be big for his creeper profile yeah. with the upcoming leagues that are coming up. Frank doesn't have a chance. Frankenstein, right? no. <laughs> He'll probably be in the last two, but he will definitely lose. And Z is just, he's going to be out this week because he's a loser for life. You know? I mean, pretty much. Uh, we're going to talk more about, we'll talk more about Z. We're going to talk about uh, but, a little more Creeper Christmas at the closing. But, you know, that's for them. This is now. But we, we do have the advantage of doing a show after a Thursday night game. And I was with Frank last night. And his fingernails were... Yeah, so, his team did not score as so much as he would have wanted. So you had two studs. You know, two MVP caliber players put up 29 points. And that's Josh Jacobs. And Devontae Andrews Jacobs had a better game. Jacobs had 99 I yards. I, was, I watched it with him. He goes, he needs 10 here. He got 9. And that was the end of the game. So this is the reason why, and I was telling LT this day, this is the reason why Frank's the luckiest person alive. How many times do you have a guy who gets hurt during the game and never returns? Never. No. I mean, all the time. That, I mean, right, he, never, he never does return. Did you watch the game I mean. last night? I saw. Josh I got Jacobs the alert. got hurt like 17 times. There was one point where it was the coach and the and the staff. 
They were on their knee, like knees, like praying for the guy. He, he and he and he came back out every single time because he's on the boom baddies. Unbelievable! And I said to Frank, "This is the reason why nobody could stand you in fantasy because you're so lucky." I go, Ken Walker. Someone stepped on his foot. And he didn't come back yeah. last week. Like, for the year. Right. Like, this is the shit that happened. So. And. <coughs> what? You come upstairs. No. All right. We're back. That, <laughs> so that's, I mean, that's just like, that's just Frank. It's Frank's luck. That's yeah, I don't money. get it. Yeah. Like you said, Mike Evans is good and then Frank doesn't need him and then he sucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now he's doing shitty, but yeah. Frank don't need him. He's got another guy right. or whatever. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We'll that's see. Just the, that's the, I guess. I guess you call it luck, but I don't really know. I just think it's, it's not skill because if he had any skill, he wouldn't be living in a shanty, dating this girl and dumping her like he's like he's some hot fucking piece of ass. The nerve on that little gargoyle, that little fucking gremlin. He's the worst parts of Nick and Patsy, and he walks around as the balls treated so anyone like that. I had that a, girl or any other girl. Yeah, I had a I had a real heart to heart with LT today about Frank. Yeah, he's he says the same thing. He's like he's, he goes the best way I can describe it is he's broken. And I'll have a lot of texts on the side. Like, about people who sank me, like, you're right. Like, you're broken birds. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Be a baby. All right, well, hopefully we break his ass right out of the call. So, are you ready? ready. For, we're going to take another little break, and we have our special WWE edition of The Creep Show. They're going to love it. I, get, I know The Creeps are chomping at the bit to find out who their entrance music is and what their intro is going to be. Are they a good guy? Are they a bad guy? There's going to be some boos, some cheers. I don't know we'll any see. good guys in the Creeper League, so they're bound to be all be bad guys. Alright, well, let's take a little break. We'll hear another interview. Maybe about being, uh, being the best, you know? I'm sure it is one of the best wrestlers I got on here. And then uh, we'll be back with everyone's favorite. The matchups after this. Man, Randy Savage, Sarasota, Florida. Come on in. You're going to be defending against the Dragon, Ricky Steamboat. What's the cup for? WrestleMania 3, Pontiac, Michigan. Yeah, 90,000 plus people watching right there. And this is Ricky the Dragon Steamboat's cup of coffee in the big time. Yeah, cup of coffee in the big time because you'll never get closer than now. I am the Intercontinental Heavyweight Champion and I will remain the Intercontinental Heavyweight Champion in Jersey Animal Steel. On the outside will be no factor, yeah. You say no factor, obviously he is a factor or you wouldn't even brought it up. Oh, wow, Mr. Sarcasm, yeah. I don't care if you got 23 wrestlers around the outside, it doesn't even matter, no. Because I am ready and I will not let this opportunity slip through my fingers. Cup of coffee, man, yeah. Man. Wow, man, freak out. Alright, we're here live at week 14 of Creeper Mania, and when the event is about to start, we're going to throw it down to our ringside announcer. Make 
making his way to the ring, hailing from Irvington, New Jersey, he lies to the police, he cheats on his wife, and he steals from whoever's not paying attention. Weighing in at a lean 235, standing five foot inches tall. Please welcome a very good guy, Oh, uh, donuts. Here comes Tiki Town on the ring. He's looking real ripped. I think he just got off his last cycle of steroids. Those aren't pimples on his back because he has acne. <laughs> he is a good guy, as he said. And he with Creamer Christmas coming up, what do you think he has in store for the creeps this weekend? It's going to be jam-packed. Let me tell you something. Tomo has aged very poorly <laughs> as he is, has more grain in his beard this year than every any year before. <laughs> well, that is interesting, but here comes his opponent. Let's throw it down to our ringside announcer. Way down to the ring, this very white, blotchy individual. He's built like your grandma's Frigidaire refrigerator. He's working on his second, no, his third, maybe his fourth marriage. Hailing from France, <laughs> Killer. Watch out, ladies, for the claw cans. <laughs> and we know Kans, he's an old time great. And look at him lumbering down to the ring, his body. Crooked and decrepit from all the hardcore matches. I hope he doesn't slap that mandible claw on Tiki Tama. What do you think? I'll tell you what, King. Those aren't legs. Those are tree trunks. <laughs> and one of them looks like they have cancer. <laughs> well, the ref is about to start the match. So let's <laughs> throw it down to ringside. All right, Podfather. That was our that was our first one. I think we did good there. We're going to go good. Uh, you, the announcer sounds like they channeled. You ever see the movie um, with Jimmy Braddock? Yes, yes like yes. like the fifties. Announcer's like, and I got I like it. I like it. We got a mankind claw going up against of Eddie Guerrero, lying, cheating, and stealing Tiki Tamo. We got an eight and five claw and a seven and six Tiki. Tiki leads the all-time series eleven to six, winning five of the last six. Claws rolling with Moore, Mixon, Metcalf, and Tiki has Tiki Higgins, Tiki Lockett, and Tiki Brady. What do you think? Um, you know, normally I would say that if this were any other person Cans would be facing, Cans is ruthless when it comes to fantasy. We've seen that with his trade offers and what he talks to people. Cans takes on like like in in in, in normal life, Cans like this, like, you know, happy go lucky, like, you know. He'll do whatever you want to do, kind of guy. But when it comes to fantasy, he has like this yeah. killer instinct, right? Yeah, and, and he has that with every team. But Tomo's his boy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like him and Tomo, they're they are the best of best friends. And I think that Cans has a better team. I mean, I don't know how, but he does. All of these guys are playing really well. Um, but I just think that this is a matchup where he's not gonna he's not gonna put his foot on Tomo's throat and I like Tomo here in an upset I mean you know Tomo's team I, I, I have to say he's a 
quarterback away from having like a decent team because Saquon's great. Yeah. Foreman's been playing fantastic. Godwin seems like the new number one receiver. T. Higgins is a number one receiver. And Garrett Wilson, God almighty, how I didn't pull that trigger yeah. for Kareem Hunt. I mean, so it's a formidable team. Yeah. But, you know, you're going through between Deshaun Watson and Tom Brady. Now, as bad as a blunder as everyone thinks that was last week, with six minutes left in the game, Tom Brady had four points. So, it, it almost Not did yeah. backfire. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. So, I, I, I just like Tomo here, and that's when the monkey wrench. This is, like I said, this is everyone's, if I'm watching this one, this is the one I want to watch. Tiki Tomo winning here puts him in candidate in six. That puts a lot of pressure on the other seven and six teams. You like Tiki here? I like Tiki. Here. Oh, you got Tiki here. Not because I like the most convoluted scenario. All right, well, let's throw it down to our ringside announcer for our next match. from Sparta, New Jersey, standing nine foot tall with a three foot neck. He's a good friend of the show, but he's in a very good fantasy player. He's the only man in history to finish last place in back-to-back seasons. Here comes the ball Jesus! Let me tell you, he is a dead man walking, and he is going to pay for that creeper get-together donuts. And listen to the fans, though. For being such a loser, they really do love him. Oh, sorry, I was sleeping, Harry. You put me to sleep with this walk. <laughs> uh, look at that. Three steps, and he's already down the island to the ring. So let's throw it down for our next competitor. His opponent, oh, wait a minute, he's giving a tour of his locker room. Okay, here he is, hailing from his perfect lakefront condo in Hopaka, New Jersey, wearing his perfectly blue with white trim singlet. There's been rumblings of a possible strike in Daddy's company, but he won't let that ruin his perfect life. It's FC Dickey! You can just, this crowd is disgusted by him, don't you? can see he is the equally disgusted by this crowd. Thinks he's above all these perfect, Mr. Perfect. Look at that little smirk on that twerp's face. Yes. Good God, only a face a mother could love. Yeah, he would never hang with these peasants. Uh, he's going to have a tough time with BJ, though, to, tonight with uh, Grifter on the outside. It's he's a shifty Grifter, let me tell you. For a big guy, he gets around pretty well. Yeah, I heard the grifter did some nasty things to FC Dickey's sister back in the day. So we're going to see how this matchup works out. 
Alright, we're rolling with a 3 and 10 bottom of the barrel. Dead man walking, bald Jesus and the grifter. Going up against a possibly playoff bound 7 and 6 FC Dickey. BJ leads the all-time series 9-8, winning three of the last four. And he's got Myers, Montgomery, and Hurst. And FC Dickey has Peoples-Jones, Patrick Mahomes, and Amon Ross St. Brown. What do you think about this week's Sunday snoozer? Oh, the first one. <laughs> um, I, I got, I'm, I'm concerned if I'm in the playoff hunt because I, I, I like the shape of Dickey's team. I like... I like. I always love being number one at the most important position. But Ramondre is like. Dicky offered me Ramondre for Metcalf a while ago, and I was like, "Yeah, that's a no-brainer. Like, take, I'll take him." But Dicky saw something in Ramondre, and he was hot on Amonra. The you know the first um, few picks of the draft, where I think Dicky's team really. You know, Pittman, Alave, those guys, you know, they're, they're first and second year guys. They were supposed to be really good. They haven't really panned out, but yeah. I like the emergence of Stevenson. I love the upside of Amonra. DPJ can get it done when need to be. And, you know, you got a decent back with Mostert, but that's, you know, you know he's got a lot of guys on buys. Um, I don't know. I, I, I just have this feeling about Dickey's team if it makes it to the playoffs. It's gonna it's gonna make some noise, and we could possibly see a, a Dicky Frank second round. Wow, that'd if be it, amazing. If it if the stars line up, where Dicky gets the five seed, and Frank gets the two seed, they will definitely see each other. It would be great for Dicky to be the guy that yeah, fucking that, uh, out. that destroys. I him. I would love for it to either be Dicky or LT. Well, if it's going to be LT, it's going to have to be in the finals. So yeah, I'd exactly. rather it beat someone yes. before that. But um, Dickie's going to take this one, I think. And BJ, uh, who are you keeping? Dan Carlson? Because he's the best player on your team. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be tough. So, all right, we got, uh, we got Dickie taking. Are you ready? Should we throw it down to our ring announcer, Howard Dinkle? Let's <laughs> <laughs> do it. All right, let's throw it down to him. We'll be back with our next matchup. Making his way to the ring, representing the Warehouse Boys. This creep's got wrinkles under his eyes, deeper than the Grand Canyon. He's the most miserable, no good, rotten piece of shit on God's green earth. The one, the only, Pubes of Plenty. Oh my God, don't listen to these people. They all hate this son of a bitch. And he really is an ass, man. Oh my God! What do you think about this? He doesn't look well respected. He doesn't look like the guy's a good conversationalist either. I mean, he just got a look on his face, like, "What the fuck am I doing here?" The word on the street is, in the in the group of the warehouse boys, he contributes the absolute least out of all of them. I believe it. And, and King, is it me or does he walk just a little bit feminine? <laughs> well, that's from his younger days when he used to swing both ways. But, oh, oh, the, he's in the ring and we're ready for his opponent. Let's throw it back to the ring announcer. Oh, get on that. 
coming to the ring. He's the conductor of the Pole Train. He's the youngest creep and one of the baldest. Pimpin' ain't easy, and neither is slinging booze in a town full of drunks. Roll a fatty for this pimp daddy. It's LT! Oh, Donut, no one is sad when LT comes through. Look at the ladies. He's got the whole train behind him. One, two, three, four ladies coming with LT. I'm loving it, Donut. I'm loving it. Looking good, looking handsome. Doesn't seem like he's got a lot of brains between those ears, though. Yeah, I know, but we'll, we'll see how he's going to fare against that miserable piece of shit. I think the reach advantage is going to really do him well in this matchup. He's built like a black guy for sure. Must be a basketball player. <laughs> All right, we got a miserable piece of shit. Seven and six. Pubes of plenty going up against the whole conductor. Eight and five LT. The all-time series is tied between these teams, but Pubes has won three of the last four. Pubes is all with Pickens, Hollins, and Sutton, and LT's got Connor, Kelsey, and Chase. What do you think? I mean, every time I, I you know, when I want to feel better about myself and fantasy... I look at the score, like I, you know, you look at your scores, you see you're losing, you're probably going to lose, and then I go to the scoreboards and I want to feel good about my team losing because somebody else is losing next to me, that I always go to Z first, and for some reason every time I go to his team this year, it's like 160, 170, 180, I mean, it's like, where, how? Like, I always, exactly, like, I always go to the points, see, like, is does he have commissioner access? Is he cheating here? Yes, but, um, you know, don't look now, but LT's team is getting healthy. Josh Allen, Dalvin Cook, Swift getting healthy. Judy healthy. Chase healthy. Kelsey healthy. Money Brown healthy. I mean, this is the this is the same guy who who architect this whole thing. He said, "I have to survive. Get these guys healthy, and um and, and I'm in the driver's seat." And I I I think that this is going to be the one most lopsided match this week because I think he's got too many guys on buys. It's awful time. Yeah. Back to the loser bracket. How many times has Z been in the playoffs at all since he was partners with Aches? He had one good year, but it's been a while. I think it's one out of like the last five or six. Wow. We'll do that in the you know yeah. next season's first episode. We'll do the recap of this. The reason why I'm asking because according to Rest, he's the most prepared person in the planet. <laughs> prepared for nothing. I told Rest about the Christmas part. Uh, not Rest. I told Z, don't send Rest any money because there's no way I'm partnering with a piece of shit like you. I'm out of the. I'm out of the beer pong. Do you know what? Um, do you know what? Carl, uh, this is a very good observation by Russell. So I asked the question, how much ahead? And Russell responded with 50 bucks a team. So I thought that was a... A team? Yeah. Oh. So 25 ahead. Oh. But I, I thought that was a peculiar way to answer my question. My question was, how much ahead? He responded back with 50 a team. So I'm his teammate. So I'm like, do I send 50 or do I send 25? And I was like, I guess you just send 25. So I send him 25. And like two days goes by and he goes, you know, it's funny how many teams sent me 50 versus how many people sent me 25. He goes, you can really tell who doesn't like who in this league. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a great, great um, usage of, I, I think he knew what he was doing when he answered me. I, I think he wanted to see who did did not like so you got LT taking this. Well, I just think it's funny that what you said, you're like, no fucking way. So you didn't say that. being sandbagged with some guy that's going to quit on me. Z. Really? Yeah. Maybe, maybe you guys could talk about how he doesn't return your 
Phone calls. Yeah, <laughs> or not. Maybe he just sent me $4,000 when I fucking win the call. How's that sound? <laughs> Z. All right, well, Z lost, so you want to go to the next, next big one. matchup? Throw it down to our ringside announcer. Next one. All right, here we go. This is a big, big match. Only got big matchups left. people in the entire world. His birth is the reason Fat Pat abandoned his family. Get on your feet for the fatty boom 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 fatty slayers. Oh look at him Donut in all his glory coming down the ring. Another division title, another trip to the plus, another first round bye for the miserable boom baddies. And another bad tattoo. I mean, Jesus Christ, what is that on his ankle? I have no idea. It looks like the symbol of a friend who he's not even related to. I am not sure what that's all about. But it messed up the action figure sales because now we got to bring them all back and reprint them. And fucking idiot, you know? Another typical cigar. Yeah, he did a write-up, and it was a mini write-up, and judging by his physique, he is a mini-man, because he did not put much time in the gym before this matchup. Mini-man, mini-bijolique. <laughs> and here comes his opponent, a great man, and the fans are already on their feet cheering, and they are very excited. Let's throw it back down to our ringside announcer. He is the greatest Creeper champion of all time, in the prime of his life, in peak physical form. Bow down to the glorious King Huskies. Oh my God, Donut, the people are on their feet. They're throwing babies in the air. And here comes the King. He's riding on his nice uh, chariot with three peasants carrying him to the ring. Looks magnificent, doesn't it? The hair is strawberry blonde and it is shining tonight ladies and gentlemen what a great comparison unlike his opponent king husk wins whenever he's in a uh, in a position to become a champion they don't call him the greatest creep of all time for nothing yeah he's a, he's a shoe in for the fourth spot on the mount rushmore of creeps we got a huge jerk off nine and four fatty boom bad he's going up against the glorious five and eight king husk fatty leads the all-time series 11 to 8 Winning four in a row. Fatty's rolling with Goff, Gallup, and Koo. And King has Dakota Prescott, Lamb, and CMC. What do you think? Um, This is a huge... So you beat who last week? Tiki Tambo after nine losses in a row. And you derailed his, his playoff um, plan on his yeah. hopes. And now you have the ability 
to knock off Frank from the number one seed to the number two oh, seed. For LT, my boy, I would love to yeah. do that. So I, I'm going with you, and the reason why is that you know Frank's team typically now is the hottest team in the league the past few times he's made it to the playoffs. But and, and his team's been putting up some spectacular numbers, but last week was glaring because Derrick Henry's usage is up and his point total is down. Tyreek Hill is amazing, so you're just going to have to let that happen. Miles Sanders' usage is down. Point production is down. Mike Evans looks slower than Julio Jones all of a sudden, yeah. who's emerged as the number two wide receiver. And then Kans usually, I mean, I can't, Frank usually has this position locked up, and that's quarterback. And now it's like, do I start the whitest guy in the world or two of the blackest guys in the world? Like, what do I do? Not good options. There's too many options. So this is this this team does not look as sexy as it did last week or two weeks ago. Um, so I'm going to go with you in the upset. Wow, and this is going to be a tight one. Wow. Oh, I'd love to, I would love to spit shit in his uh, oh my fucking God. Cheerios, oh you know. All right, you ready? We got another big matchup. Let's throw it down to the ring announcer. I think you're going to like this one. Now coming to the ring, he is the Cape Coral Grand Sumo Champion. At nearly 60 years of age, this legend still has all his hair and a perfectly square-shaped body. One of the most beloved creeps in creeper history, he is the Cape Coral Crusader, Aki Bababono. Oh, here comes the grand champion down to the ring. He's got his girls with their white face paint. He's throwing the salt around. Look at the ass on that, man. It's very square-shaped. What do you think, Donut? He's got some ass, he's got some belt, and he's got one hell of a voice. I was listening to this man sing in the back room. Incredible. <laughs> Whatever our back room is. <laughs> Maybe we can get some of that singing after this matchup. Uh-oh, here comes his opponent. Coming to the ring, he is a true American champion. But after this weekend, he has to give back the cup. Because he missed the playoffs. Hailing from one of the most diverse streets in all of Opacon, this American hero is your godfather, your commissioner, but most importantly, Fulvio's little bitch, <laughs> your creeper champion, Hurricane Avicidas! Look at him coming to the ring, and he's got that leech behind him, CRD. That man is withering away. He looks like a shell of his former self, a hunchback even. Is that is that urine on his boots there? It looks like he pissed all over his boots. And hasn't changed them in six months. A disappointing reign for the uh, Hurricane RBC, but he was a great champion and a great run he had last year, last season. Not too bad, but it's on to next year. It's anytime, anytime people send pictures <laughs> of that Jets game, Jets Piss on boots. And it is on to next year for both of these teams. Unfortunately, yeah. we got a 5-8 and eight 
Cape Coral Crusader Akibono going up against a 5-8 Hurricane Harvey Cedars. This is the second meeting between these two teams with HHC winning the first one. Triple C's rolling with Juju, Burrow, and Dicker the Kicker. And HHC has Walker, Cooper, and Dolchich. What do you think? Yeah, Walker's not doing too much walking. This is reminiscent of my team last year. I have no money left, and two guys aren't playing. Who cares? I'll give this one to Bedetto because I don't think Walker's playing, and I don't think Collins is playing, and I don't have anybody else to start. Because he either buys... Yeah, and it's over. It's on to the loser's bracket for us. It's on so. to the loser's bracket. This is where you're like... This is where you either want one or you want six. That's what it comes down to. So, it is what it is. It was a lost season. But Dedo, but Dedo surprised me. But Dedo made... So, I made a lot of bad moves this year. But Dedo, I think, was pretty close to making as many bad moves as I did. He had a lot of trades that came through. Had a great team. Now his team's a shell. Yeah, he had a lot of good players. And he just unloaded that. That last trade with BJ was... I was like, what the fuck just yeah, happened? yeah. Um, and that derailed his season even further. But yeah, let's go Bedetto and let's move on to next year. I mean, this is you know the the Super Bowl hangover is real. Yeah, absolutely. So all right, you're ready for our main event. It's it's the host of this year's Creeper Christmas and the host of next year's Ooh. Creeper Christmas. Are you ready? We're going to some very affluent neighborhoods, huh? Ooh, on to Sparta. Very bougie. Down to the ring with his Wreck-It Ralph hands and big schnozzle. This creeper actually thinks Amazon is going to fail and is on LinkedIn and his podcast talking about going to malls. He's insane. But most importantly, he's the host of this year's Creeper Christmas. Your host, Christopher. Do you want a pillow wrestling? Oh my God, what a snoozer. He's coming. Look, he's throwing dollar bills at the people. And look, he's got a tray. What does it say on it? Sergio's? That looks like a good meal there, Donut. Oh, I hope tomorrow we get that Sergio's we were promised because that is going to be delicious. <laughs> well, by the size of Ressa, he might eat it all before he gets to the ring. Question for you, King. What's going to sweat more, Ressa or all the meats on his <laughs> No question, Ressa. And he's going to be sweating when his opponent comes to the ring because there's two of them and he's in big trouble for tonight's matchup. You didn't know? Your ass better call somebody! Creeps, it's me, it's me, it's the FBC. And you know who I'm running with, running free, it's that D-O-double-G-Y. And you're soon to be tag team champions of the world, the Packers! Look at that team wow. coming to the ring. That was some intro. Here they come, Donut. And they are a formidable team. Their, their chances for the playoffs are not good. But that was some intro. They really know how to get the crowd going. Great intro. I felt it in, in, in my bones here. Um, I, I, you know, I would love to see, you know, I'm Pecklewood's biggest fan this year. 
I would love to see them them make it through. Uh, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> um, they're going to lose this weekend, and you need a lot of help at seven and seven. It's not like you're not totally out, but you need a lot of help. I just think that restless team, uh, and, and I'm surprised by looking at his team that he's even in this even in this you know predicament. At you have to win. Tua has been playing so great. Singleton Terry is terrible. Etienne has been on the schneid. Jefferson had a rough go out of the past, oh, maybe a week or two. Gets Detroit back this week. Managers, again, not a big tight end. But getting that work done by Tom, Tony Pollard is just fucking huge. Yeah. That guy, I mean, how do you keep Zeke around, right? I mean, like, this guy's amazing. Like, I know. He reminds me of, like, Barry Sanders. Yeah. Like, that's how good this guy is. So, I just think, you know, it's not going to be, it's not going to be a blowout, but... Chubb's got a tough matchup with Cincy. They're not going to be throwing the ball much, but Cincy's defense is pretty good, and this Cousins guy just keeps making his way into people's lineups. Right. Huh? I know. I, I, I do, though, like the strategy when you're going against Jefferson. How do you combat some of those points? You start the guy's quarterback if you can. So it's a good strategy. Yeah, a little takeaway. Yeah, it's a good strategy, but, um, yeah, I mean, you... you you're hoping for a shootout in in, in Minnesota and Detroit, and Thielen can squeak some points in there. But I'm going to go with Ressa, knocking out FBC for. I mean, he was competitive all year, but again, another. They fell apart at the end, yeah. yeah Injuries, bad timing, yeah. bad trade for CeeDee Lamb. Yeah. Thielen and James Robinson got cut like two weeks later, yeah. basically, you know, I know. So. I know. <laughs> and, you know, Kittle. Oh, uh, he's like, nothing. Shell of his former self. Yeah, yeah, there was a couple weeks where FBC was gloating that he was back, and look, he was. But I mean, yeah, it, it's it's like there's there are that team. Imagine if that team had a quarterback. They have McCaffrey. They have the, the two good receivers. Even the backup there is good. Yeah, you got Debo who could run the ball. You got Ayuk. Yeah. You got. I mean, they got weapons there. So I mean, he's like the. You know, maybe with the third string quarterback, it'll be a lot of checkdowns. Those checkdowns are going to see him sit. Yeah. So, yeah, I just think it's going to be Ress to take this one. All right, well, Ress is getting the win in his main event and his matchup for before his Creeper Christmas. So let's take a little break. We're going to hear from a champion about what it takes to be a champion because next week we're coming back. We got the loser's bracket and we got the playoffs, and it's all business after Creeper Christmas. So let's take a little break, and we'll be back with the closing after this. After this. champion, right? Rick Flair, the Rick nature Flair, the boy. boy. He's amazing. Where did you get that nickname from? The there was a nature boy, Buddy Rogers, just, just back in the day. Oh, Jesus. Uh, it's like amateur hour here today. Yeah, Jesus. No, nature boy, Buddy Rogers. And it was like a, an honor to have that moniker of the nature boy. Got it. You know what I mean? Got but it. that was something else with Ric Flair, huh? He, I'm, I'm, if I'm not 
if I did that now, I probably would have a heart attack. I yeah. Mean, he was the He's man. still kicking too, right? Yeah. Well, that was a that was a good creep show. You Jam did pretty packed. good. You Jam did packed. last week. I forgot to mention you went three and three last week. You hit with LTCCC and Cans. So you've had only one losing week this year. We'll recap your whole score next yeah. week. We'll have to lose. My big one was that upset. I just had a feeling Frank was yeah, going to lose. Yeah. Well, so next week we're going to come back out with you. We got the final four of the call. We have two big matchups in the playoffs, and we have two big losers match, losers bracket matchups, and we have the recap of Creeper Christmas. But before we get the recap, why don't we hear from uh, Santa Claus before we leave? What maybe pick one or two creeps of what they really want? Because so, I, I tried to get. The Secret Santa was just one person understood the thing. Yeah, the rest of them, some were funny, some were shot, but you know, cans, some didn't send disturbing. any in. But you know, it was it was we not bad. Z, absolutely not, and I think that's it. Okay, yeah, just yeah. Say, so, real so champion. I wrote a letter to Santa because I know Mike tried to do something nice, um, asked him to come in, and I know what the creeps said on the creep show they wanted for Christmas. But Santa told me that that's not what he's been getting from that directly. <laughs> so he's going to come in to us and tell us what some of the creeps really asked for this year. Let's hear it. Yeah, well, he's not here yet. What is he getting here? I don't know. Hold on. Wait, I think I hear something. Oh, shit. Ho, ho, ho! Santa, you're here! Merry Christmas, King! What a... Fucking treat. And let me tell you something. You've been a good boy, King Husk. I saw those sweatshirts. You got those Falcone boys. Oh, oh, oh. What a good juju, right, Santa? Great juju. Too bad you're going to miss the playoffs again. Oh, 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 oh. I haven't made it since that championship, Santa. I mean, maybe next year you can uh, help me out a little bit. I'll do my best. Thank you. King thank Husk. you. Thank you. But anyway, Donuts has asked me to come here. <laughs> And tell you guys what some of the real wish lists for the creeps were. <laughs> First on the list was Nick. <laughs> or as you refer to him as pubes of plenty. It's funny that his first name is Nick because what he asked Santa for was some dick. <laughs> what a naughty boy he was. Sounds like you know him, Santa. The next real list I got was from the claw. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. What he really wants for Christmas is for his future bride to go back to her original dating weight. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Fat chance, John. Oh, 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 oh. And please stop asking the creeps for diet advice. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll do one more creep okay. I don't want to embarrass him okay, thank Santa thank you Santa uh, let me get my oh bald Jesus oh, 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 oh. this was a peculiar ask he asked for everybody that he becomes encounter with doesn't have narcolepsy oh, 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 oh. they don't BJ it's just when you talk you bore him to sleep 
Oh, all right. right, back to the North Pole, King Us. All right, Santa, thank you for stopping by as our first ever appearance from Santa the Creeper. Santa, can you send uh, the Podfather in to uh, wrap up the show with me? I'll go get that ball. Fuck. All right. While Santa's getting the Podfather, I just want to say it's been a jam-packed episode. I'm very excited for Creeper Christmas. As you're listening to this right now, it's probably the afternoon sometime. So everyone dress nice, get your presents yeah. ready, and let's get ready to have fun. Father, you got anything to say as no, we close it out? Wait. It's uh, Creeper Christmas. Always a good time. Always, always good to be in the room with everybody. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, starting to see uh, a couple wives come down with some sicknesses. Uh, we're right on cue. Yeah, got a couple texts. Yeah. Uh, colds are ramping up. I got to be honest with you, I got a little tickle in my throat. But outside of, uh, I guess, death. I'll be there tomorrow. All right. Well, that's that. The Podfather will be here. We got a few good uh, more wrestling messages at the end. This real cool song that I think everybody nice. heard. And listen, good wrestling episode. Yes. And listen to the very end. There's a special message from the Hulkster to close out the show. You're going to really like that. So, Did you see Hulk Hogan recently? No. What happened? He's like shredded. He's ripped? Yeah. Making like, a comeback, baby. Yeah, but like slimmed down ripped. Nice. Can't keep a good man down. And you can't keep a creep down. And creeps... I will see you all at Creeper Christmas tonight for the Podfather, Santa Claus. I'm King Us saying see you next time on The Creep Show. Christ, faggot, or any other racial or sexual slurs. Now then, as it pertains to video, we promise there will be less dick references. Oh shit! Watch your fucking mouth. What? Fuck me. God damn it. Fuck. Anyway, there will be less penis references. Oh, and one last thing. Even though many of you believe that currently the favorite pastime in the oral office is swallow the leader, I did not, I repeat, I did not sleep with that young intern. As a matter of fact, I was up all night! It has been very difficult for me to introduce this man without using World Wrestling Federation champion Hulk Hogan here at WrestleMania 4 this afternoon. You've got the opportunity to change that. Oh, yeah, it's been hard to live with, man. Fee, fi, fo, fum, Andre. One long year, and your time has come, man. No marks, no scars, no blemishes on the Hulkster, brother. But inside, man, I've been scarred for one long year. Everywhere I go, man. All the little hosters ask me, is there any truth to the fact that there was a controversial count? Holster, did you really get him over your head? Did you really beat the Giants? 
Well, today, man, in WrestleMania 4, we're going to wipe all that controversy out. Andre the Giant, in the second round, when you're fresh as a daisy, with the whole world watching, I'm going to prove, brother, that I can beat you anywhere, anytime. And all my Hulkamaniacs, they're going to feel it, too. Speaking of the Hulkamaniacs, Hulk Hogan, we have seen him here at Atlantic City, and I know millions others are watching very intently all around yeah, the world. but if you open their eyes, man, have you seen the fear in all those little holsters? They realize that when I get Andre the Giant cinched up in the launch position, when I slam him through the Trump Plaza, brother, from New York down to Tampa, Florida, the fault line is going to break off. And as Andre the Giant falls into the ocean, as my next two opponents fall to the ocean floor and I pin him, so will Donald Trump and all the Hulkamaniacs. But as Donald Trump hangs onto the top of the Trump Plaza with his family under his other arm, as they sink to the bottom of the sea, thank God Donald Trump's a Hulkamaniac. He'll know enough to let go of his materialistic possessions, hang on to the wife and kids, dog paddle with his life all the way to safety. But Donald, if something happens, you run out of gas, and all those little Hulkamaniacs run out of gas, just hang on to the largest back in the world, and I'll die.